Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. I should like to race. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! The Larson family has been farming hay in Idaho for generations with a mission to always provide high-quality hay products at a fair and reasonable price. Larson Hay loves to meet new customers while always honoring the ones they already have. Find Larson Hay on the web at larsonhay.com, like them on Facebook, and definitely visit one of their locations. Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa, and our television broadcast sponsor. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Thank you for joining us on the Horse Talk Show this week, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our TV broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton, and here in the studio with me, I have a very special guest, Pete Roda. Dancing Pete Roda. I found out before the show why they call him that, by the way. I wish we'd videoed it. It would have been bloody brilliant, honestly. Got a great uh, show lineup for you. We're actually going to talk to Pete a bit later on um, about what he does. Got some interesting videos to share with you if you're watching on the telly. And if you're listening on the radio, you just have to listen really carefully or find us on Facebook and watch it. But very interesting lineup for you today. We've got a little bit of news and announcements to start with, with the Hobby Horse Equestrian Games presented by Everglades Equipment Leesburg. And that is your John Deere dealer. And they are the presenting sponsor of this equine initiative event put on by the CEP. And the equine initiative is a piranha initiative and very, very excited to have quite a few horse sports that we're going to do on stick horses perhaps we can dance on stick horses too sure uh why not we're going to have show jumping dressage horse racing reining roping barrel racing and polo all on stick horses the purpose of this is to let people who don't know a lot about the horse industry that don't know a lot about the different breeds and disciplines to come and learn about the different sports that you can do on horses and then compete on a stick horse so you don't feel like any concern of falling off and we're going to have top equestrians in each one of those sports to teach you the proper way to do it and then judge you when you compete so there'll be some ribbons and some prizes there's going to be a horse breed exhibit an all breed parade horse demos hay rides brought to you by Larson Hay probably be some good hay in that hay ride I would think food trucks and vendors and I want to thank Invictus Real Estate um, for being the sponsor of the parade. And we're going to get some wonderful breeds out there for you to meet, greet, take photos, and then watch them parade around the Florida Horse Park. And thank you to the Ocala Polo Club as well for helping us with the polo match. And that is 10 to 4 p.m. on October 22nd at the Florida Horse Park. We have a really cool little video here to show you. I'll let Isaac take us there. The Hobby Horse Equestrian Games will be held at the Florida Horse Park on October 22nd. This event is part of the Equine Initiative presented by Piranha, and it's a great way to learn horse sports from top equestrians and compete yourself from the safety of a stick horse. 
we're seeking businesses who would like to compete against one another in the polo tournament and sponsors for the event. This event will be free to the public and all ages are welcome. Please reach out to Louisa at ocalacep.com if you'd like to be involved. Ocala Polo, great sports. They were helping us out there. I'm going to switch it up a little bit here for the um, Pasavino show this weekend was absolutely amazing. Uh, quite, uh, yes, exactly. Can you do that dance? Um, <laughs> yes, me. Re- yes, really, really amazing uh, event. I was absolutely thrilled to meet Jose Colon, an absolutely wonderful uh, gentleman that's the president of the Pasafino Horse Association. And um, I actually invited the mayor of Ocala, mayor of Ocala, not mayor of Ocala, um, out to have a little ride. And we have that video here for you. So check this out. And that is the mayor of Ocala. Mounted him right up there. And uh, Pepe there, the trainer of Frangelico, who is uh, actually a stallion. And he was the 2021 Youth Fino Champion. And uh, really got a beautiful movement. And... uh, course that uh, Mayor Gwen is not a regular rider in fact I got him on his first horse I think in 20 years out at the Demerics farm on a uh, one of their pony horses and I don't think he wanted to get back off he was riding on the track out there with uh, with the Demerics and uh, he just loved it the whole experience so um, uh, nice to see him try a Pasofino and um, really get the feel for that and Pepe was uh, was so great with me um, he he got me on the on the sounding board and got in front of me and was showing me what to do and I think I was grinning like a Cheshire cat so it's a, a very very different experience it, it almost looks like you're not covering any ground but when you're actually doing it you can you can really feel it I mean it's really um, it's really amazing I was just I was I was grinning from ear to ear loving every minute of it so. and for you horse people that have back issues these things are smooth Riding. Oh my gosh! Yes, they are unbelievable. I mean, the 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 feeling is, you know, you you think when you see this, you're like, oh, that must be really uncomfortable, but it's absolutely, it's just so smooth. I mean, I'm hardly moving at all, and it's just, you know, and I don't know what I'm doing. So, um, imagine. Don't say that. You look like you're doing it. (laughs) You're doing it. (laughs) I'm faking it well. (laughs) But it was a wonderful, wonderful experience. So, and that horse actually belongs to. Jose Colon, who is the president of the Pasofino Association, and he has another grey um, later on that actually competes and Pepe rides, and they come actually come second um, in the competition they were in. So it was just um, it was just really cool, and you'll see. I think you see my face at the end here coming up. I think I'm grinning like I don't think you could wipe that grin off my face. <laughs> like oh that was just an amazing experience so myself and Mayor Gwen and uh, and that's Jose so and we'll be sharing some videos later on in the last segment of the of the show itself so we have some of that coming up quick mentions for some events 
Um, I think Isaac's got some posters here for us. We've got Ride for the Cure, the 2022 Alzheimer's fundraiser, October 7th, 8th and 9th at the Shangri-La Trailhead. That is a camp out and a poker ride. Um, lots of fun. If you'd like to trail ride, I know I do. That will be a blast and a wonderful cause and wonderful fundraiser there. And then also coming up in December, we have a perfect event for you <laughs> can I say in fact you could be the life of the party Urban Cowboy Night Stirrups and Strides Therapeutic Riding Centre in Citra on December the 3rd has the Urban Cowboy Night you can be a sponsor you can have a table you can buy a couple of seats you can come out and Dancing Pete will dance with you sure um, you should be the entertainment early bird 4pm the event is 5 to 9pm country dancing lots of fun um, that'll be under their covered arena out there at the ranch in Citra and then there's something else fun going on Diva the Dolly uh, you can pay $20 which all goes for the fundraiser and you can go in the Dolly Part and Lookalike contest at 6.30 and that is for fundraiser attendees and everything from that 20 for each person goes to the fundraising and I'm the judge so like I take bribes no I'm kidding I do not take bribes no you take them you just aren't going to make a difference <laughs> so if you think you can strap yourself into something that gives you a really tiny waist and get yourself a blonde wig you can uh, you can probably do this and it'll be a lot of fun and a good laugh and, and a big smile right big smile huge <laughs> big white smile yes um, so oh and compete in the dolly oh lip sync oh you've got a lip sync too oh that's good oh that'll be a load of fun um so diva the dolly definitely uh, a lot of fun that contest will be great 6 30 that's december 3rd and that is at stirrups and strides therapeutic writing center of 501c3 who do absolutely wonderful work for um, both mentally and physically disabled adults and children and veterans so um, that's just a great way to have a good fun night out um, $75 for a seat is not very much or if you'd like to be a sponsor and really get engaged with them and help them um, with their program I think their fundraisers are some of the most fun every year so make sure you get involved in that and I think we are at the end of this segment so we're going to wrap it up we're going to come back with Dr. Adam Kayot he's going to be talking about limes and then Pete is going to tell us more about dancing with horses
This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. With over 70 years of collective experience in the horse industry, Lipchip was built with integrity by horsemen for horsemen. Introducing the ChipLink system, powered by Lipchip, where a 15-digit unique ID becomes a key to unlock not only identity, but also health paperwork, owner information, and even photos of each horse. So simple, even a child can do it. The future is here. The future is Lipchip. Justine Dutton, Grand Prix show jumper and previously international event rider coming to you from Notting Hill Stables in Ocala, Florida. Here at Notting Hill Stables we use Equine Therapy International PMF ActivoMed blankets on all of our show jumpers. These help to relax muscles and promote blood flow and circulation. We use the ActivoMed blanket on a daily basis as well as at competitions. It helps us a lot at competitions, especially before they start jumping. The tense horses really like it because it just helps to relax their muscles so they feel ready and confident to go in the ring. After the horses have jumped, we like to put it on and it really helps with recovery. I would highly recommend Equine Therapy International and all their products for all your therapeutic needs. talk show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show here at Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital in Complete Care for Equus Television on all smart TV networks. We're here with Dr. Adam Kayot. And we're going to talk about a topic we haven't covered before on the show, and that is limes. Obviously, uh, very familiar probably with limes in people, and uh, that can be quite severe. And then the symptoms can be milder, but I, my understanding is it can come back uh, in your, throughout your life. So I'm going to find out a little bit about how it affects horses. Dr. Kayot, tell us a little bit about limes. First of all, I, I'm sure that usually it's something horses get from ticks. Yeah, certainly it's it's carried by uh, specifically the deer tick, which is not your typical tick that you see like on a dog or even that you get on yourself. But obviously people get it, so um, they obviously get by get bit by those ticks as well. Um, <clears throat> your licky aristocy is is what the is what the bacteria <laughs> what the bacteria is called. In horses, Lyme's disease is kind of a rule out diagnosis. Okay, um, it 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 presents in horses in many different ways. Um, uh, from, from, um, uh, mild muscle soreness to, uh, uh, a, a lameness that is hard to diagnose or, you know, to just a ain't doing right kind of situation with the horse ADR. And pretty much you rule out all the common things first and, and, um, and then kind of the last deal as well, you know, maybe, maybe Lyme's disease would be something we want to look at. It's real Lyme's disease is real easy to test for. That's the nice thing about it. It's it's um you know it's just an easy blood test and you get a you get a a, a tighter level as far as that goes and and um so as far 
as far as diagnosing it, it, it's pretty easy, but you need to make sure that you rule out all these other things that are more common than that first. Just because the horse has a titer doesn't necessarily mean it has Lyme disease, okay, because that's just exposure. And certainly there's ranges of if it's really high, then it's probably more likely Lyme's disease. But even still, if it's lower and you've ruled out all these other problems, it probably warrants treating for Lyme's disease anyway and seeing how the horse responds. So um, certainly uh, uh, where the horse has been is, is a big factor in that. Um, typically, I think the deer tick is starting to come into Florida, but, but when I started 20 years ago, we really didn't have the deer tick in Florida at all. So if they hadn't gone out of Florida, then Lyme's disease is going to be lower down on your list or off of it because there's no way that, that the horse could have gotten it. But if you're certainly, if you're traveling up, you know, Midwest, mid New England states or Eastern border states, um, certainly the deer tick hangs out there a lot and, and, and you're more likely to, to have been bitten by that. And, and then that can be more um, probable. So so probably asking the owner if they've removed any ticks lately, because that might be something the owner didn't think of and removed it and said, oh, that pesky thing. And then maybe something that you history that you could at least give you an idea. Yeah, yeah certainly. That's a that's another uh, a good point. And um, but you don't always have to remove a tick. I mean, sometimes they bite and drop right. off and you, you never know. So and, and the deer tick is particularly small. And in horses, a lot of times ticks will end up on the docks of their tail. That's where they hang out. That tail hangs down and they can just crawl up. And that's where they end up going on the docks of the tail. So you can imagine trying to find a little tiny tick in the, you know, on the dock of the tail and all that hair. But um, if they get, if they get Lyme's disease, we basically treat them with an antibiotic and it tends to be a long-term treatment. You're talking for a month or greater, as opposed to a few weeks on your typical antibiotic treatment. And we kind of see response to treatment on how on how it goes. Um, if the horse is doing better, then then we can kind of stop. We can check tighter levels to see if those have come down. Um, but yes, just like in people, it can kind of rear its ugly head again. Uh, certainly on stressful situations, if the horse gets bit again, any of those things that can um, bring it back. It, it, you know, Lyme's disease is is kind of a it's kind of a frustrating thing. <clears throat> Excuse me, because. Um, it can present itself in a horse in so many different ways. So uh, it makes it real difficult sometimes to, uh, to pin it down. It's lifelong, just like it would be for a person, but they might not show symptoms again. But if they do, you obviously would need to readdress it again. That's right. Yep. And that's how, you know, I've had that happen a few times and, uh, you know, whatever the, the trainer or the rider or, um, of the horse will, will say, Hey, he's kind of doing what he did before or, or let's let's put him on a round of doxycycline and see how it goes. And, and certainly at that point, you know, makes life a lot easier because you're just like, OK, yeah, that, that helped last time. Let's let's redo it. So um, but yes, it can it can come back and it can be gone forever and you don't have to, you know, never look around. But um, it's one of those things that always has to be in the back of your mind once you know it's been there. And have you ever had any very severe cases of it that you've seen? I've never had any very severe cases. Most horses are able to function pretty well, pretty normally, um, in, in you know doing what they need to do. It's just certain little, you know, maybe they aren't maybe they aren't striding out as far as they would be before. They have some unknown, unexplained muscle soreness, or they're just uh, somewhat lethargic, or not you know not up to, not up to par. So I've never had any any of them be critical in any way from it. Um, but uh, certainly it can and it can affect performance.
Dr. Adam Kayot, Limes in Horses, here at Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show. A bit of limes, hopefully uh, something that you never have to deal with. And certainly I know for people, uh, several friends that have been diagnosed with limes and uh, terrible, uh, terrible thing reoccurs and, and very problematic. And it sounds like from Dr. Chaos, it's not quite as bad for horses as it is for people. So, uh, but not to be taken lightly and definitely with tick checks, especially if you are out on the trail this time of year is, uh, is quite a popular time for ticks to be around. So if you're trail riding and you're going through, uh, you know, some, some kind of high, high brush and grass, definitely worth checking your horse over very, very carefully and also yourself of course there is always the tick check of yourself after that a could get interesting <laughs> that could be another topic for yeah. a show <laughs> um just to mention uh we didn't talk in the first segment about the upcoming storm uh when this airs on saturday hopefully it will already have passed through but for those of you watching on the telly or social media um you know be prepared if you are thinking of moving your ha- your horses somewhere else do not wait until the day before or the day of the storm to make sure that your horse will go in a horse trailer make sure that um, if you have one of those semi-retired horses that's maybe been turned out for years and years uh, and hasn't been in a horse trailer don't try that when the weather starts getting a little bit precarious and we certainly hope that it's um it's not a bad storm here fortunately we are inland and usually we don't have it quite as bad as the coast do but prayers and thoughts to everybody uh at this time and we'll be keeping an eye on it and posting and sharing Um, but be ready have your medical kit on hand just in case you do have um, any minor injuries from any flying debris and you know there's a lot of schools of thought on in or out of the barn I think if you have a really solid concrete block barn it's certainly uh, probably the best place for the horses unless they're not used to being in stalls if they're horses that are usually turned out um, we're going to of course keep an eye on the weather sometimes they're better outside but do make sure anything that could be a projectile any loose branches or um, pitchforks or buckets and then on that note of buckets if you're on a well you definitely need to fill up as many buckets wheelbarrows and uh, and troughs as possible in trash cans trash cans are great yep fill up as many things as you can i always fill up as many things as i can um, in case you have a, a power outage and don't have any water for a couple of days and that way you've um, you've got it ready for the horses so uh, just some thoughts on the storm but everybody be careful and uh, you know make wise choices and look out for our two-leggeds and four-legged families we'll be back in just a minute we're dancing pete he's gonna dance on the table for us in the next segment he promised we'll be back in just a moment thank you to our presenting sponsor peterson smith equine hospital and complete care and our broadcast sponsor larson farms also thank you to supporting sponsors dac vitamins and minerals Seminole Feed Stores, Piranha, TT Distributors, and Midnight Rose Equestrian. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com.
tired of the rigors of keeping your horse's water troughs clean and free of algae, you need the Drinking Post Waterer, an automatic waterer for horses, livestock and cattle. Field tested for over 40 years, the Drinking Post Waterer is the gold standard of non-electric automatic waterers. Check them out on Facebook or find them on the web at dpwaterer.com. show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's Finest. Alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton, host of the show, and in the studio, Dancing Pete Roda. I think that's a great name for a horse person, by the way. Thank Roda, you. Roda Horse. I mean, you could. Yeah. Before we start, though, you have to tell us about the dancing, and are you going to try out this table? I don't know about the table, but <laughs> yes. So, how I got my nickname was when I was in college, I was at University of Georgia, Athens, Go Dogs. And Go Dogs. <laughs> Well, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> any, the Florida people are going to like that. <laughs> so they would have birthdays, and the DJ was a buddy of mine, and he'd come down, and he goes, Pete, I got a birthday for this girl. Would you come out and dance? And so they'd clear the dance floor. They'd wish her a happy birthday, and we have a surprise, and I'd come out, and I'd dance with her. Swing dance or dirty dance or whatever, you know, she was into, and then... One night he goes, oh, I got a bachelorette party. I got, I'm going to do this big. And I said, okay, do it big. And he goes, ladies and gentlemen, Dancing Pete. And I came out and did my thing. And I came back and all my buddies were like, hey, Dancing Pete. You know, and they were joking and laughing. And then before you knew it, when I was at my classroom college, we had a small group at Animal Science. They were all calling me Dancing Pete. And then it stuck. If the cat fits. Yes, ma'am. Let it. Except for it's the dog, not the cat. But no, I'm joking. (laughs) That's awesome. Yes, ma'am. And then I got it again when I went and became a Pirelli instructor before I was there. It was, I was dancing and somebody's like, who's this dancing guy? 
And all of a sudden, my name, they go, it's Dancing Pete, because they found out my first name, because I didn't go by Dancing Pete to them. And then I got it the second time, so I guess it's supposed to it stick. It was supposed to stick. Yeah. So tell us about your beginning with horses. How old were you? Well, it was a long time ago. No, in a galaxy far. No, <laughs> that was a different story. <laughs> so... I was actually 18 in college. Oh, you were not a little kid. Well, I was a little kid at 18, <laughs> but no. So I wanted to go. Isaac, there's hope. You could be a, you could be a horseman. There you go. <laughs> You've got time. <laughs> I can help you. Isaac is the man behind the. He's yeah. the be- man behind the curtain. He is. That makes her look good. Yes, he does. Okay. Can't do anything with my hair today, though. Even so. Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to be the greatest animal trainer of all times and I wanted to do exotics for movies and I wanted to become a vet so that I thought back then I thought well if you're a vet nobody's going to question anything you do with these exotic animals and so they were like I was like okay so we went to the vet school as an undergrad and I said okay what should I do to get here and they said well if you're going to do exotics you need an- big large animal experience because you'll deal with elephants and livestock and stuff like that that are you know impalas and all that so I was like okay so go animal science and I said okay and then when I got to animal science department they said well you got to pick a species that's your emphasis and I said okay what do I have to choose from pigs cattle oh dairy cattle and horses and I said well, horses is the one you train all the time, so I'll pick horses. So I never was around horses, really, other than two times before that. So it was in Ireland. We were visiting Ireland, and we got on a horse, and we rode around, you know, just in a little arena. And then the second time was I was about 13. I got dared at a soccer practice to go over to the farm next door that nobody was there and jump on this horse with a halter and just a little string and I rode it around. And you then, were horse people's nightmare then. Yes. Now I'm like, oh my gosh. I can't believe I I could have died. Yes. And then all my friends wanted to do it and then I got dared to do the other horse. So yeah, it was bad. That's bad. So, but that's where I, and then I had a knack with them. Like any horse that bucked, reared, or went after people or couldn't be caught, I would go out there and I'd pick grass for two and a half hours and they'd come to me. And that was probably my only quiet time. Like, I'm a big, I was a big extrovert in college. Yeah. You? But when I was around, <laughs> no. <laughs> but when I was around the horses, I got really quiet. And, and all the scared horses I was really good with. And then once I got them confident, I didn't know what to do with them. So. So that was the next step. Yes, ma'am. So how did you proceed? So I wanted to work at the barn, the training barn. So there was a list of 10 people and they had all these criteria and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, I I wanna work there. So I went and volunteered for a whole year and it got to the point where all the maintenance guys were like, the lady that ran it was like, Pete, go get, unload the hay. And I'd run over there and I'd start unloading the hays and the guys that were helping me goes, do you work here, Pete? And I'm like, no, sir. And they're like, okay because you work harder than anybody that works here so when there was a job open the next year i got bumped to the front of the list because i knew all the horses i had already done everything you had all the experience you knew the routine and and then i took my classes so one of my first classes that they found out i had a knack with horses was 
it was a practicum class where you learned how to be around different animals at the barn, like the pigs, and how to move them, and how to process them, and do different things. So we got to the horse barn, and he goes, okay, you see those yearlings out in the distance? I want you to go out there, catch one, lead him away from the herd, let him go, and come back up to the barn. I'm like, okay, see, seems simple. Seems easy. Yeah. It's real simple. I, I've taught dogs. I've taught birds. I, I can do this. So I walked out there and... Head dynamics. Fun I stuff. I didn't know what to do, so I treated him like a dog. I put my hand out to let him smell my hand. And they smelled my hand. And before I knew it, I had the whole herd engulfing me. And I'm like, cool. And I'm rubbing on this one and rubbing on this one. And then I go, oh, I guess I need to catch one. So I put the halter on, and I don't even remember how I put it on. And then I let it out, and the whole herd followed. And then I let it go, and the herd engulfed me again. And I tried to go to, back to the barn, and the herd followed me. And then I saw this student that was having trouble catching one of the babies, the yearlings. And so I'm a teacher. You know, if somebody's having trouble, I've got to... Oh, let me help you. Even though this is the first time I've ever done this. <laughs> Take my advice. I'm not using it. But. So I walked over there and I said, no, no, put your hand out. Rub him here. Just wait. Okay, now go ahead and put the halter on. He's ready. And they got it. And I come back up to the bar and my professor goes, Pete, how long have you been in horses? 20 minutes. <laughs> And he goes, no, seriously, how long have you been in horses? I said, 20 minutes, I'm serious. Like, and I you know, told him the story of the two times mm-hmm. I'd messed with horses. And he's like, what's your emphasis? Because he was a horse professor. You need to take this class and this class, because he saw that I had. And then I didn't know the person I taught's parents were world champions and had been around horses their whole life and was competing and doing stuff and couldn't catch the yearlings. So... I didn't know. I was just helping somebody who was having trouble. Wow. So that's how they started. I had a knack, and then if a yearling couldn't be caught, Pete, go catch that yearling. Two and a half hours of picking grass until he got so curious, and boop, got it and coming. So, so you just had an affinity right away with yes, them, ma'am. and they had a they had a good feeling about you. And, and a lot of that with horses and people who don't necessarily know horses might not know that you can entirely put out a certain vibe that and and it's just like when you get on a horse um a new rider green rider gets on a horse and is nervous the horse could be perfect before that green rider got on and then the horse becomes nervous because they immediately from quite some distance can pick up on your on your vibes and they picked up on your no fear confident herd leader and they were like we want to follow this guy he's he's the leader of the herd so well and, done and, and no fear isn't always good <laughs> this is true there's another piece i was to that. O- i was overconfident <laughs> yes. when we used to do cattle we were evaluating some cows in a small pen and all of a sudden everybody starts running away from me and i'm just standing there and then the next thing i know four of them jump the fence break the fence and i could have reached out and touched them and they're like, Pete, what are you doing? You're crazy. Why'd you stand there? And I'm like, well, I didn't know what was going to happen. Hold so, that thought. Oh, oh, we, we got the sign. <laughs> we do. That's the sign. Isaac said, come on. He's roping. He's That's roping it. over here. We'll be back in the second half of the show in just a minute. Stay with us. 
Current equine microchips can migrate by up to 30%, causing difficulty when scanning. With over 70 years of collective horse industry experience, Lipchip offers a new, more effective method of microchipping, partnering with veterinarians and technology experts to ensure humane and practical microchipping. Lipchip was built by horsemen for horsemen. Nowadays, the performance horse industry is in need of both integrity and transparency. Lipchip is the future of horse microchipping, with cutting-edge technology functional for every discipline. Find Lipchip on social media and for more information, lipchipllc.com. The future is here. The future is Lipchip. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC. It makes a world of difference. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapacer, MagnaWave, a vibration plate swimming pool, massage and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. family has been farming hay in Idaho for generations with a mission to always provide high quality hay products at a fair and reasonable price. Larson Hay loves to meet new customers while always honoring the ones they already have. Find Larson Hay on the web at larsonhay.com, like them on Facebook and definitely visit one of their locations. Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa, and our television broadcast sponsor. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Back in the saddle again. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton. You're fab, you're switched on, you're a bit of all right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. 
<laughs> Welcome to the second half of the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our TV broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Maria, you're missing out this week. She's my co-host. <laughs> oh. We're having fun without you. She should have been here. Louisa Barton here, host of the show, and special guest dancing Pete Roda. Dancing, Pete Roda. Dancing. That's so much better. Dancing. <laughs> so we're talking a little bit about how you got into horses, and I was surprised because so many people that we interview are in horses from before they can even walk, and um, you're, you got sort of into this at 18 and, and yes. had an affinity with the horses, and we've got some really cool videos that we're going to share and photos. Isaac's all got that all sorted out over there. So as the videos are airing, please like share with us, you know, what's going on. Obviously sure. you would be talking with the video normally, but we're not going to have that audio. So you can chat to us in here. Yes, ma'am. So you can tell us what's happening, but, um, so right here, I'm explaining the tools I use, the Frisbee, the cones, the Frisbee. So the Frisbee is, I started using a Frisbee because people would do stuff and they'd walk off their spot and I'd go, uh, you got to stand still. So uh, from riding, why, why won't this horse stand still when I get on? Well, you can't stand on the ground still. So how is he going to stand still when you get on his back? Very good. That's my problem. There you go. And then the cones are your focal cones. So that teaches you to have a focus. So a lot of times I have trainers and the students and I'll go, do you have trouble uh, riding a straight line? And they're like, no. And the trainer goes, yes. How did you know that? I said, well, they can't walk a straight line on the ground with the horse. So how are they going to ride a straight line? Because they can't keep their focus. Very good point. And then this video is talking about the playpen of safety. Beautiful horse. Oh, yeah. That's Savannah. She was a mm. horse that wouldn't go for seven years. They traveled the country. And then the trainer said, oh, I can get her to go. I know somebody can help you. So this is talking about block one. There's three parameters. Stand relaxed on your frisbee with the focus not on your horse because we focus too much on our horses. Yes. Then we have a bubble, so they can't come in without an invite. Okay? And then we have the end of the rope, meaning that's the herd bubble, so they can't go any further than the end of the rope. So I can always tell when a horse has trouble turning or stopping because they're pulling on that rope at the end of it. So I have a lot of things. And so right there I was doing the TikTok, which is how you get them out of your space. So we create this because everybody talks about, well, do you have a bubble? And I'm like, yo, humans don't have bubbles. And I'm like, I get nose to nose and go, really? You don't have a bubble? Okay. And some people's bubbles way out here and some people are closer. And then as you get permission, you can get closer and closer. And horses are the same way. They don't understand why they're allowed in one second and the next second they're not. So, and right here I'm doing the power position to teach people so that they don't get pulled off their feet very easily. And I developed this, the 10 blocks or walk the line, because I was sick of putting out fires when I taught. So I said, I'm just going to teach everybody to be firemen. And that's what the 10 blocks is about, is you're learning. We come up with a rough estimate of 154 different concepts that you'll use for the rest of your horse life doing riding as well as ground stuff with your horse so the little things and the horse learns how to go to places because a lot of people play tag with a horse i like to play hot and cold 
So when you play hot and cold, what's my goal? Same goal as the follower. If I play tag, my goal is to get you and your goal is to get away. I don't want my horse to go away from me or go away. Good point. I want them to seek comfort. And when I say cold, does that make you upset? No. Cold. Freezing, right? Yeah, actually, I'm English. I like cold. <laughs> <laughs> and rainy. <laughs> yes. But if I say hot, then that's me relaxing and telling you you got it right. So you're seeking comfort in hot and cold. And we're both on the same goal. Instead of, I'm going to get you there, and you're like, I got to get away. Yes. And if you play hot and cold with the wrong person... So if I want to get you to touch your phone and every time I say cold, you run four feet the other way, it's going to be a while before we get to touch that phone. But if I have a good partner that goes, is this where, oh, that's hot. Oh, oh, that's hot. Yeah. That's cold. And then all of a sudden they're searching for the answer. So we're getting them to become puzzle solvers instead of get away from this, do this. Yeah. Very clever. Yes, ma'am. I never heard that described that way, but that makes so much sense. So I think outside the box, and I always tell people, what box? What box? I know you said that. As soon as I said <laughs> Isaac thinks outside the box, you're like, what box? Oh, okay, I like that answer. That's good. Yes, <laughs> so do you work a lot with younger horses I, or problem horses? Or I've both? done young horses from foals, one day old, to older horses that are 25, 30 years old and having, you know, some kind of won't get in the trailer, like you said, Mm -hmm. being prepared. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, he's now doing these behaviors during feeding time. And that's another one of my pet peeves during feeding time is if you invited me over and I said, Louisa, where's the dang food? Get it on the damn table. Would you invite me back? Probably not. Yeah. But with our horses, they pin their ears at us and say, give us our damn food. And we go, oh, I'm sorry. Did I do it too slow? Yeah, you're right. We, We cater too much. So I always tell people the training that's happening, when you think there's no training happening, is more valuable than when you're in training mode. That's true. Because the things you do every day are part of your routine with your horses are often the things that you're habitually doing the wrong way or the right way, but they're learning from those things. And and valuable is boundaries because... Boundaries create bonding. Yes, and consistency because if you're not consistent, then you're giving the horse a mixed message, right? And you're saying it's really okay on Tuesdays or it's really okay on Saturdays or it's really okay when I'm tired but it really isn't and so you've got to have that consistency every time and those are the things that they learn in their routines and that's why it's a leading exercise because you lead your horse more than you do anything else and I always tell people when they go well I don't have time to lead this way and I said if I asked you to get on your horse and ride him from the pasture to the barn tack him up ride him out do your thing come back, take all the tack off, and ride him back out to the pasture, I guarantee you'd pay more attention to what he's doing through that gate and when he's going there. Like if he starts going off here on the left, you're not going to go, okay, let's go there. But when you're leading, oh, where are we going? As long as we make it to the barn, we're okay. And so what are you teaching him? I'm not the leader until it's time to work. Then all of a sudden I'm the leader. You know, that's interesting you say that. You know how many people I know who have fantastic horses to ride, but on the ground, the manners are 
Uh, they're not there. Two things I ask everybody when I watch a horse leading. Is that horse look like it's rideable for the average person? So is he calm enough? Is he connected enough? Is he confident enough for the average rider to get on? You know, grandma, can grandma get on? You mm -hmm. know? Then the second question is who's in the leadership position? So if he's in the leadership position, meaning he's in front and he's calling the shots, then what's the argument going to be when we get on? No, 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 I'm in charge. No, 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 I'm in charge. Well, why have that going on? Yeah, absolutely. So. And that's why the groundwork is so important before you ever ride. If you don't have the groundwork right, you shouldn't be getting on because it's not, you've got to have that. It starts here and, and it's a continuation, not a, I'm going to be disobedient on the ground, and then when you're on top, I'm all good. Yes, ma'am. Right? I've had professionals that were having problems with their horse, and we were training together, and they go, Pete, I'm having trouble with this mare. And I smiled, and she goes, you already know the answer. And I said, yes. I said, you're not leading her, and behind you, you're not giving, calling the shot. She is, so when you get on, she's arguing with for the first 10 minutes. <laughs> we got that again. <laughs> we talked too much. <laughs> we'll be back on the Horse Talk Show in just a minute. Stay with us. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet, and broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Equine Therapy International, Nirvana Medical Spa, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, Summit Joint Performance, and Equigreen. Mark your calendars September 24th and 25th for the Seminole Stores Customer Appreciation Days. Come on down for great sales and giveaways. The 40 West Store will celebrate Saturday from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Bellevue's location is Saturday from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. with free gifts, raffles, promotions, and discounts on feed and tack, store shelf items, farm, lawn, and garden supplies. Visit our Seminole Feed Facebook page for more details. See you there. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. For equine edutainment at its best, join the CEP and friends at the Florida Horse Park, October 22nd, 10 to 4 p.m. for the Hobby Horse Equestrian Games. Presented by Everglades Equipment Leesburg, your local John Deere dealer. Learn horse sports from the experts and compete from the safety of a stick horse. Enjoy a magnificent parade of horses, the vendor village, food trucks, and more. With free admission for all and for the best in horsing around, check out the Hobby Horse Equestrian Games on Facebook. Bring your stick horse or make one of your own while supplies last. See you at the park. Nirvana, Ocala's premier medical spa, is leading the way in great skin with all the newest in treatment options, offering prejuvenation for younger clients and rejuvenation for all ages. Nirvana knows you want to look your very best. But we've all seen people with the telltale signs of too much work. We want you to look like you, just better, brighter and younger, with all the newest and best in technology and all in the most beautiful surroundings. Like Nirvana Medical Spa on Facebook and find them on the web at nirvanamedicalspa.com. Become a better, brighter and younger you. 
Rana, your trusted leader in insect control for 50 years. The official fly spray for World Equestrian Center. From the strongest water-based equine spray in the blue bottle to the familiar and longtime favorite in the yellow bottle. Wipe and spray, we've got you covered. If you're looking for effective plant-based fly spray, then look for our zero bite in the green bottle. Check us out online at piranhainc.com. That's P-Y-R-A-N-H-A, piranhainc.com, to learn more about Piranha's entire family of products. Piranha, it works. My name is Dr. Natalie Solomon. I formulated Equigreen with cutting-edge science and technology alongside the passion that is represented by a lifelong love of horses. I created a product that I would trust for my horses because they deserve nothing but the best for their bodies. Horses rely on us to take care of them, to love them, to respect them. This is how Equigreen came to life. Equigreen, CBD for your horse that you can trust. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Fabs, our TV broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with special guest dancing Pete Roda. He still hasn't danced, so you know. He did okay. dance with me before the show, though, I will yeah, say. Yeah, she, she said, Oh, I don't dance. I don't dance. I'm and not coordinated. I took her hand and I went, All you gotta do is follow, and boom, 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 she was dancing. I was dancing. It's impressive, actually. I thought I was too uncoordinated for all so that. So, what kind of dance do you want? Um, what about the two step? The two step? What about three? No, I'm joking. <laughs> I well, can't do two. We're going to two-step around the, uh, <laughs> the small might, area? We might, no, we might have to do it after the show, okay. film it, and then put it up. There. Okay, we'll film it. <laughs> See, I, I started getting up, and she stops well, I, me. Here, up here. Up here. <laughs> up here it'll the... work. We'll be able to see your feet at least, but okay. you might break the table. So yes. It's possible. I, I can't be sure. All my friends are going, Pete's not doing it? He's not <laughs> Something's wrong. Something's <laughs> wrong. He's behaving himself. What happened? We have a really nice video in Wisconsin here that we're going to pop up. Yes, ma'am. Um, because, yes, look how pretty that is. So oh. this is on one of the videos to show you a demo of using my system of the 10 blocks or walk the line. And these are my two horses. The gray is a Dutch warm blood, and that's Vedette. And the bay is River. And she's a quarter horse, and I got River when she was two and a half and never been touched. And mm. Vedette was misunderstood. They didn't do anything wrong with her. She just was misunderstood and took a lot of time. So right here I'm doing a catch. So this isn't on the blocks, but the blocks set you up for what I'm about to do. So you notice they saw me coming, and boom, here they come. And I always like horses to catch me. Mm -hmm. I don't catch them. Mm-hmm. Very good. So, and then River has a safe spot, and if you get the blocks, the safe spot is the place you want the horse to be. So, like we said about the hot and cold, what is the goal we're trying to get? So that's that safe spot. So River's safe spot is in my right shoulder when going to the left, and Vedette's safe spot is River's right shoulder going ah, to the left. Nice. 
and actually she'll get a little bit pastor sometimes. Hmm. That's really neat. So, and Look then everything we do has a safe spot, a thought pattern. Just like I always say to people when you're haltering, think about if I helped you put your underwear on. You would probably want to be a participant. You don't want me to just jerk it on there, but I watch so many people just jerk it on there. That's your first interaction, the catch and the haltering. So if I walked up into the studio and I just said, hey, Louis, so we're going to do this, right? Let's get it over here, right? You're probably going to be like, oh, this is going to be a fun one. Mm-hmm. But we got to know each other. We hung out for a little while before we ever started this. That's right. the whole point of waiting. Yes. And if I could change the world on one thing, it would be wait. Yes. Wait. I honestly have to say, looking, just watching you, that would be exactly how I would put that halter on, head collar, as we call it in England. Because to me, everything that you do around a horse's head should be done that way because first of all think about how many horses you come across that are head shy and it may not necessarily that they were ever smacked in the face I hope they were never smacked in the face it could be as simple as you I mean would you want to have something jerked around your eyes nose and ears and everything else and roughed around or not even understand it so there's a lot of times I spend lots of times haltering to one piece at a time like there might be 60 steps to halter some horses Mm -hmm. so we come in and they have to be behind me in a certain place nice they come through and around and that's another block so i don't want to get too in depth but that's the walking swirls or standing swirls to come around a gate so everything that's in what i teach has a practical use for it on the ground as well as in the saddle it's nice so you were watching leadership, but they're being good participants, not, I got to be obedient and do all this. I want a willing horse, not an obedient horse. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So willingness takes longer. So this is a backup. It's another block. So I want to make sure if I stop and a horse is loose and coming at us, I can back up and everybody backs up with me. And then you see my stick go in the air. That's the TikTok to say, hey, you're in my bubble. You're not allowed in there uninvited. So these little things of leading and having these skills sets us up for our ride, oh, going to the show, different things, because we want to be the same at home as we are at the show. Absolutely. So I always tell people, when you go to the show, what do you take with you? Feed, grain, hay, tack, and your habits. Oh, never mind. We, we don't bring our habits with us. It's all different. But you see the top professionals, if you go with the Paso show, those top professionals handled those horses exactly like they were at home. Yes, absolutely. They were like, we're at home. I don't care about this crowd. We're at home. Yes. Habits. Let them get used to it. That's so important. You're right. They're both beautiful, too. Thank you. Oh, they're lovely. Yes. Thank you. They really are. And and the farm is just gorgeous. How many acres is that? 36 acres, I believe. Oh, my gosh. What a beautiful She has an indoor arena dressage arena full court she's got like 22 stalls and then she has these paddocks you'll see in a few minutes if we keep watching yeah just just beautiful what a beautiful place wisconsin Mm. now a lot of people are gonna say well those horses are behind you that's dangerous and i always say well they've been prepared for that so and what is dangerous of leading a horse if you think you're safer because you're beside them 
which I call guiding, it's not leading, because when you ride, you're guiding, you're not leading. Mm -hmm. When you're in front, you're leading, but I've set them up, but a lot of people don't realize you can get jumped on a lot faster than you can get run over. That's so true. I've, I've had all those things happen, and I always say I'd rather take my chances of jumping out of the way than a split second the horse is on top of me. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I mean, they are absolutely paying attention to the bubble oh yes ma'am. there's not there's no impatience or or anything well, with them they, there. they'll have their moments but that's the whole point of it i don't want my horses to just be robots i want them to go hey i'm going to test you are you paying attention so because i always have this thought how do we learn how do horses learn so i guess that's the answer i think that's the answer i know that's the answer and then I understand that's the answer. And then somewhere in between there, and the smart one's usually every step, I test the answer. So are you paying attention? Is it the same today as it is tomorrow? Is it the same in the arena as it was there? They're no different than children. Exactly. They've got, you either give them boundaries or you don't. And even if you give them boundaries, you're they giving might, them boundaries, right? <laughs> they're going to test it sometimes to see if you're going to be consistent Stupid. with your boundary. Yes. And if you aren't and they know they can get away with it, then they're going to push it. And then when you get in a show environment, you'll really get the push. Oh, yeah. My, my parents were strict on at the dinner table. You have to ask permission to get up. And they sometimes it was no, you have to wait until everybody finishes. And I used to go. Why do I got to wait for everybody to finish? But when we went to the restaurant, it was the same deal. And that's what they were preparing us for when we were at home that we couldn't get up and run around. Now, if we were at McDonald's or a restaurant like that, maybe we could get up mm -hmm. and go run around, but it had to get permission. Right. So it's the same kind of thing with these guys. It's really... So yeah. to right here, Vidette goes, I'm out of here. And so we had to go re-catch. Re-catch. Pete, this is really... Um Really, really interesting. You should come back every week. Okay. We should do a Pete segment. The <laughs> dancing good. Pete segment. That sounds like a blast. <laughs> I know it does, doesn't it? So we'll be back in just a minute. We actually have the last segment of the show. We've got some Pasofino fun to show you and a bit more chatting with Pete. Stay with us. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet, and broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Equine Therapy International, Nirvana Medical Spa, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, Summit Joint Performance, and Equigreen. Hi, I'm Alan Davies with Equine Therapy International. Today we're at Engineered Equine Performance celebrating the new saltwater chilled treadmill. This particular chilled equine saltwater treadmill is a game changer. As you can see, the finest materials are used, the filtration system, coarse, fine filtration, no chemicals. We use UV, ozone, combination of filtration to keep the highest water chemistry standards. Being a saltwater unit, only the finest stainless steel and materials are used. That's important when it comes to longevity and cost of service over the life of the unit. This unit also has integrated massage jets with fine bubbles and coarse air bubbles for the therapy. The control system on this is Siemens industrial grade, top of the line technology, straight from Germany, but also serviceable here in the US.
World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. Maria Lacasse of Midnight Rose Equestrian's background is in natural horsemanship and dressage principles with a main focus on maintaining a balance of communication and correct biomechanics between horse and rider. Come to her farm or she'll come to yours. Allow Maria to help you and your horse to unwind and balance to increase performance so that you can both be the best you can be together to build a lifelong partnership of success. Maria Lacasse of Midnight Rose Equestrian is a graduate of the Equine Natural Movement School for Equine Structural Integration and a Florida School of Massage graduate. Find Midnight Rose Equestrian on social media and on the web at midnightroseequestrian.com and book your massage for your horse and you right away. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the last segment of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our TV broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louise Barton. I have Dancing Pete Roder here, and we've been talking up some some great stuff, some uh, sharing some videos with you from uh, from training and just really helping you kind of learn a little bit of the basics. So hopefully that was helpful. You can check him out. We actually are going to put up a way that you can go straight to him and find out more see that just put your phone over they, that they come right to me from that that's it right <laughs> wow. there that is the tunnel technology yes that's the there's tunnel there's gonna be a line to... of people behind me in a second <laughs> there will be <laughs> just straight in there um but definitely worth checking out and, and following your adventures a lot to learn i've uh, already picked up some very interesting well, you tips should, you should come out i can show you a lot of stuff well, you know we were talking about that and perhaps we'll record some little segments for like beginners and put them on the show each week i think it would be a blast or for the advanced or for the advanced <laughs> <laughs> that's the next stage um so we've got some pasafino goodies to show you isaac you can pop him up there. That is Mayor Kent Gwynn with Frangelico. Beautiful. Oh, absolutely gorgeous stallion. Make sure you say mayor. The, the, <laughs> hold on. Let me see if I can roll my R's. I've been practicing for 20 years plus. Mayor. 
Yeah. See, you, I have to do a funny wanna, thing with my mouth to get a R out like you that. You don't want to call him a mayor. He's a mayor. <laughs> that is a mayor and a stallion. Yes. Oh, that's good. We that, should put that up there on there the screen. There you go. Mayor and stallion. Just make sure you spell it right. Yes, properly. <laughs> Lord Mayor. That's what we call them in England, you know, the Lord Mayor. Um, yes, that is uh, Jose Colon and uh, Kent Gwenaar Mayor, and that is a um, absolutely gorgeous photo of those two handsome gentlemen and Jose was so incredibly hospitable and welcomed us and took us in the VIP and took us on a tour uh, of the facility that they have everything set up there and live streaming it and and all of that good stuff and Jose was absolutely wonderful they ran a brilliant um, operation there to run that show they had 1100 entrants Wow. 450 horses and I don't even know how many classes I don't think I ever saw a show with that many classes and I think Saturday night or maybe Friday night it went on until about 2am the show did yep. and they were having fun I guarantee you oh, all yes. the way to 2am they were having a blast and don't you think I mean you've been to a lot of shows don't you think the Paso people are the most inviting to their sport without an absolute doubt i i agree totally because they're like oh yeah come come see my horse oh, oh, yes. oh, oh would you like to ride would it? you ri- would you like yeah. to ride? i know i've never been around professional show people who want you to on be- their horse check it out learn about it and he said to me when before i left he said i want to come fly back in a few weeks and talk to you about how we can get more involved with like the youth in the community and how we can get more plugged in with the CEP and what we can do to and I said well you know we're working with the schools already to get kids equine education so you know maybe there's some Pasofino farms here that we can bring those kids oh absolutely we would love that and I was just so impressed with and they've always been that way the first time I rode a Pasofino which was the 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 white one that you saw in the the startup um, I rode that horse one time and Ali said to me you should show her and I said show her yeah show her next week at our show so I did and I got a ribbon <gasps> and there are cool ribbons all I all know. my friends that went to it this weekend they were like oh my gosh did you see the ribbons no, I said yeah they don't play around with and ribbons and this is their 50th anniversary yes ma'am so it was extra special that's Georgia Hatton Bennett she owns um, Good Apple Equine Consignment and she is a brilliant british woman and a dear friend of mine i love her to absolute pieces and look she won wow do you know. know her mom i do yes yeah, i love her mom oh her mom's Debbie? a lot of fun yeah. oh yes yeah ma'am. she's a blast so congrats to uh, to georgia and she said if we took that photo we had to put it on our instagram so we popped it up there right away for her and um there's some little kids i think too we have some little kid pictures and videos of them uh, in the lead line and look at that Big smiles. Oh, I know. So lovely to see them. Um, at about seven, they start kind of riding the, the Pasavinas on their own. But uh, I think four to six was the age group for the lead line. And they get them to go down the sounding board as well, which wow. is fantastic. And these kids are just grinning like Cheshire cats. They uh, have an absolute blast on these horses. And and uh, I saw a lot of... Um, of the kids together just enjoying each other's company and talking about their horses and and just loving the sport and uh, I think that's just that's fantastic I love to see the way they dress them and I mean they just get them all in their little little get-ups and just and they look fantastic and and they say pound for pound the Pasifino is the strongest horse 
they can handle and then that's why they bred them the way they are so that they could carry a man in battle with all their stuff and be able to go that far they say you learn something new every day yeah look at that i gotta wow. tell jose he's got to tune in and listen to this guy he knows his stuff <laughs> Oh, he probably knows a little bit more. My favorite one, which I don't know if they did, is they take the glass of uh, oh, wine and mm -hmm. they put it on their hats and they go down and do their gates and they don't spill the wine. That, that to me, is the coolest mm -hmm. thing. And the neat thing, so what's really neat, is the judges, they have five judges, the, the judges judge the horse by the sound on the board, which to me is, it sounds fantastic, but I wouldn't know what sounds right or wrong. Uh, it just all sounds good to me. <laughs> She's listening to Queen and... <laughs> yeah, do, 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 yeah, it all sounds good to me, but I'm, I'm fascinated by the fact that these judges here, and the, you see the judges all standing very professional, it's all very professional, um, are actually listening. And this is the um, Trotte Egalap. Galope, I think this this class is the championship, and and you'll see when he turns around and comes back, he's he changes gait and he does the I guess the galope, um, and I know very little about this as you can tell I'm learning, but um, it's fascinating, and these horses are incredibly um, well trained and well mannered, and the fact that you can put little children on them and then they can compete in some of the high level classes is a fantastic testimonial for this breed who are, are just so willing and look at that and i believe that's more of the cuban bread is doing the gal galope mm -hmm. yes and they're not as not that many of them that do the the two and and that's uh, i think there are only maybe five in this class but um really really amazing to watch this um uh, this show is really fantastic and they're going to be at the World Equestrian Center for this championships for the next few years. So we're, uh, we're definitely going to be supporting them and getting the general public out there and maybe do a little, um, they want to do like a general public Pasifino ride, you know, so you can come out and try uh, a Pasifino and learn more about the breed. And it was just uh, really impressive. You know, we went for a few hours on Friday afternoon, ended up going back Saturday and spending most of the day and evening there. And um, it was just, it was a great experience. The mayor and I, uh, both mayor and I. The mayor. Uh, the, the, the mayor. mayor. The, the mayor and I um, both getting a chance to ride. And to think of putting a beginner um, who's not a regular rider like the mayor on a stallion and him being that is just, it's really, a, there's a lot to be said for this breed. But you also have to remember they take pride on how their stallions behave. There's so many times I see people with stallions and I'm like, your stallion's not really behaving. So there's certain groups that really pride themselves on that, and you're, that's you're really spot good. on. And, and actually, you hit the nail right on top of the head with the, I hadn't really thought about it, but they are the most welcoming in to people who don't know. And I think that's really um, that's a great way to get, you know, the love of your breed across to people is is sometimes we get so involved in what we're doing, competing or trying to win and doing the best we can with our horses. And sometimes we forget to be nice, you know, and, and it's not always the most welcoming, but that was, that was lovely. So there's, uh, always, there's always something to learn from each different breed and what they do with them. So, you know, the thing, the thing, can you do the thing? Can I do the thing? Yeah, come on, do the thing. There you go. That was good. <laughs> Excellent. That was need dancing. to get you to do it. I can't do that. No, 
don't make me do that. What do you do? I'll look at her. Oh, Twist no. my arm just Twist a little bit. Yes, See, can... that's what I did with her. And that I said, was you it. can dance. Yeah, I can dance. Look at that. Quick mention for Hobby Horse Equestrian Games before we hear that horse noise, because I feel like it's coming up. Hobby Horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that noise. Yeah, oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> Hobby Horse Equestrian Games. Presented by Everglades Equipment, October 22nd at the Florida Horse Park. Make sure you come down. General admission free. Come in and have a good time. You might see him dancing around. Do you have to bring your own? You can bring your own or you can make one when you get there. Oh, you can make one. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. Got to wrap it up so I don't get into trouble with Isaac, the man who makes all the miracles happen. No time limits. I know, right? Whether you're in Ocala, Marion County, the horse capital of the world or not, Happy horsing around until the same time next week. And thanks to Dancing Pete. Thank you, guys.